Hi, listeners, and welcome to the latest footnote episode of the Fancy Animation Podcast with me, Chris Holiday, and me, Alex Sargent. We are doing trans. This is now. This is a big term. Transmedia, transmedia storytelling. Um, obviously, has a connection to to kind of world building, which we've done on a previous footnote episode. But transmedia is a big one. It's slightly yeah. different to some of the other terms that we might do later on in relation to to let's say kind of franchises or, or kind of cycles and uh, and different to multimedia as well. So you are very kindly offered to take the lead on on this episode on transmedia. So. Are you are you ready to disperse yourself across multiple media platforms? Why not? Why not? Let's give it a go. <laughs> right. I will start the timer, the symbolic okay. timer, and yes. Yeah, so, what is what is transmedia? Yeah. How have you encountered it? Have you taught it? Is it something that yeah. you kind of taught oh, your I've students? De- I've definitely taught it, and students often really respond to it. And there's some really great work being done in this it, it, um, arena. I would say that it's not uh, a mode of analysis I've tended to use in my work, not because I'm so, I sort of am opposed to it in any way, but it's just not something I've I've come across. In fact, the only time I've ever really dealt with it is to almost argue against it. And we might get to that later in later in the, the, the discussion. But essentially what it is, is a kind of recognition amongst a scholarly community that the way um, the industry is organised, the way um, a culture of appreciation around the industry is organised, so I'm talking about sort of, you know, the way people actually consume media these days, um, it's, it's, it's become increasingly difficult to talk about or meaningfully talk about the way different types of media affect different um people or different audiences you know we we are from film and media studies here and it used to be the case that we were quite sort of technologically um isolated when we talked about television having a particular effect or film having a particular effect um but now we're in the world in which not only is there loads of different types of media but they interact almost in a in a completely inter interwoven way it 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 seems to make more sense to talk about um phenomena that are transmedia, and what we mean by that is not that they're beyond media, but that they that they are more than the sum of their parts. You know, so to use an example, an easy one, the Marvel, although it's called the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. actually the way one relates to and engages with and finds meaning out of the Marvel Universe is not just through the films, the television shows, the apps. Um, the social media encounters, the 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 advertising through, um, you know, uh, all kinds of digital platforms. Um, it's all of those things combined that make the experience. So it's transmedia and that it doesn't belong to any singular media, but it's yeah. through the kind of way different media interact that make these things kind of um, sing. Yeah. Well, I, I, I suppose I, I, yeah, let's pick up on this issue of um, interaction and, and uh, people that have written on, the question of medium specificity against say a new convergence culture that has been ushered Mm -hmm. in by this transmedia flow of information talk about the sort of dispersal this idea of different different elements let's say elements to um a a fictional not just world but a fictional narrative let's say are dispersed as as henry jenkins would say systematically across different kind of kinds of platforms as you said different sorts of delivery channels but the purpose is to create a unified experience so when we say interaction we also mean dispersal but but i'd be interested to hear your thoughts on what 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 interaction what do we mean by interaction yes media interact but yeah. what are we looking for what are we what are we doing with this relationship well actually i think just to pick up on what you said about unified i think we need to be a bit careful about what we mean by unified because you know so the the big 
uber theorist of all of this is Henry Jenkins, and he's become extremely influential, particularly within studies of popular culture and fan studies. I'd say, yeah. I'm not going so far, I'd say this is probably the dominant framework through which most fan studies is done these days, yeah. through this yeah. kind of transmedia form influenced by the way Jenkins speaks. Um, but what Jenkins is keen to point out is that the, the kind of the, the genius of the system, to, to, to coin another term, is not that it seeks to create everyone having the same experience through these different platforms but it creates an experience that's kind of diversified enough for it for everyone to access it in different ways yes and yet all have a unified kind of set of principles so again to use an example to make it clearer we've all we've all en we've all engaged with the marvel universe in different ways yeah we could all tr chart our trajectory as to how we became accustomed with it we could look at the films we saw we could think about the the way in which we different experience it and actually funny enough i did an open day a few weeks ago and there's quite a lot of parents in the room and it was really really useful to demonstrate this because i was talking about transmedia analysis and we're talking about super mario because it had just come out and the kind of generational way in which different types of super mario had provided gateways into the super mario world which everyone yeah. had certain you everyone sort of knew what it was but everyone had a certain different personal relationship with it because of the the ways they've kind of mapped their own transmedia journey through it even right, those right. who are kind of like i'm not really interested in super mario but i remember the game from the 70s with the with the donkey and the barrels and funnily enough the donkey appears in the in the trailer of the movie so like it's it's that sense that i think um jenkins uses the kind of black box analogy where he says like you know we we all became convinced at one point that when you know vcrs were invented and dvd players and blu-rays that there'd be one singular black box that replaced all these different things with the kind of universal remote control and that isn't what's happened we've got all these different types of black boxes or or digital mm. boxes but it's it that's not what it's about it's about the fact that there are all these different things and yet they're all contributing to a singular system if you will yes. that's porous enough and and has enough malleability to allow different users to use it in different ways. Yeah. So he uh, Henry Jenkins has written a lot in in print and online about about transmedia storytelling and he's usefully put together a, a kind of beat by beat cheat sheet and and yes he uses the word unified but I think he well he also uses the word coordinated uh that this is a kind of coordinated entertainment experience and he says that each yeah. medium makes its own unique contribution to the unfolding of the story so I guess what we need to do is perhaps distinguish between industry and fans here because you mentioned the fandom and he's and again Jenkins has written previously in a book called textual poachers about how we are hunter gatherers as, as spectators mm. that we certainly trans the organization of transmedia storytelling uh, and, and this idea that fictional worlds have organized themselves into a series of stories and we have to go and find bits of information in the short film in the animated um spin-off in the television program in the and you know marvel is a good example but jenkins's example is is something like the matrix and enter yeah. the matrix and the video games and all this sort of stuff so it's a fan practice but it is prompted by, and you mentioned this at the start, a kind of particular horizontal integration of mm. of the industry. Is that? Yeah, I mean, well, well, let's let's. I think we might save this for another episode. But I think to, to do it kind of in the in the very very short form, it's it's a kind of byproduct of the kind of post nineteen seventies, yeah, um, uh, realization by by Hollywood that it can't yeah. survive on its own 
as a yeah. film industry and actually Hollywood gets bought by lots of bigger multimedia conglomerates so so the whole system is organized economically that way I mean Disney is the famous example right um, yeah. there is a company called Disney that everyone associates with Mickey Mouse but um, actually if you look at what Disney owns um, there's very little unif- there's very little unified product or unified branding or, or unified output there but they manage to use all of those things to speak to all the other things, and that's kind yeah. of that's how that's how the media industry works these days, you know. Yeah. So it's a, it's also it's it's a contemporary term, i.e., that it's it's something that when Jenkins is writing, I mean, Textual Poachers comes out in the early nineties, I think ninety two, ninety three, something like that. Convergence Culture is about ten years later, uh-huh. um, in response to the Matrix. But what we're saying is that it's while it's a it's a term that has perhaps been sharpened by things like Marvel, and you know, I'd, I'd also add. Fa- we will do franchises, but fantasy franchises and animated film <clears throat> franchises are part of this. Absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Um, yeah. Franchises are, are a small bit, let's say, of a transmedia storytelling. But we're also saying that transmedia storytelling has its roots, um, or the notion of transmedia has its roots in sort of 1970s, new post-classical Hollywood into the 80s, media synergy, that kind of context as well. Yeah, economically. But, but I yeah. think the way Jenkins tries to talk about it, and I think this is why it's become such a, a useful methodology for fan studies is that yeah. there's this tendency within film and t- film studies more broadly to kind of you know write about fans particularly of mainstream media as if they're kind of they're they're the they're the the core they're the, they're the the offspring or the or the byproduct of all these things and actually fan studies has done quite a lot of work to try to complicate that and and talk about you know the lived in reality and the meaningful existence that is being a fan you're not just a slave to some kind of economic system you're 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 getting a lot of meaning out of that system um even if and i think when he talks about poaching he's talking about the way in which this kind of convergence culture which he later sort of properly defines um you know, allows fans to do things that are not necessarily what the studio would want, but are mm. still part of this culture of, you know, fan fan fiction, fan uh, edits, um, you know, wh- when fans go bad, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> this is all part of the same culture. Yeah. Um, if it, if if kind of if we can disagree within the same structure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I suppose that you, what you've done is set up and probably tease a future episode on notions of the canon, but we will get to yeah. that perhaps in due course. We have uh, 20 seconds. So anything beyond Jenkins, anything to or, or, or Jenkins plus... So, so we mentioned a lot of Jenkins theorists as well. There's always also Matthew Friedman, who does a lot of work on this, uh, on transmedia storytelling. Uh, my colleague, uh, Professor Lincoln Geraghty at Portsmouth, um, writes a lot on transmedia fan cultures. Um, he's doing a lot of work on Pokemon Go at the moment and Pokemon in general, um, which is really, really interesting. And then the only final caveat, I said I'd tease it at the beginning, so I better just quickly address it. My only, my only wrinkle with all of this, I think it's a really worth my methodology, is that, you know, it's a bit like when we when we use the word interdisciplinary, the word disciplines in there, the yeah. word tr- transmedia has the word media in. And sometimes, unless you're very careful, there is a tendency to to not appreciate the way in which different media contribute to these things. So I've written a little bit about television and fantasy franchises. And this is where I pushed back on this a little bit in the sense that w- w- because this this methodology came in in the early 90s, we sort of forgot to talk about these things as individual media before we got to the point where we could talk about how they 
come together. Yeah. So you almost yes. It's almost it's it's a slippery slope between making sure that you speak to the diverse way in which transmedia works, whilst also doing justice to the individual texts uh, within yes, that sphere. It's a really tricky balanced thing. Most scholarship gets it really perfectly well. In fact, you know, there's so much good stuff out there that that does exactly that. But it's it's a difficult thing to type out, particularly for a student out there trying to write this kind of analysis. Yeah. yeah. Well, what we'll do, I mean, a flagrant disregard for the 20 seconds I allocated. However, mm-hmm. we can continue yeah. this on a on a video video game or a, a television <laughs> spin-off, or we'll yeah, let's, continue this in other forms. Let's get on Discord and sort out our uh, Slack channel or some other <laughs> thing that I don't understand. Uh, exactly. See you on TikTok.